This is Canada HR News for June 2nd, 2022. I'm Elena Bobireva. In today's episode, HR Director by Key Media has revealed its best places to work 2022. Support from the federal government to create apprenticeship jobs across Canada. New respectful workplace policy for political staff in the government of Alberta. Pride celebrations in June. Tesla's announcement to stop remote work and other topics. Stay with us to get the latest HR updates. Earlier this week, HR director from Key Media revealed its best places to work 2022, Canadian organizations that went above and beyond in helping their people through the COVID chaos. As part of the awards, the HRD team looked deeper into the challenges, trends, and predictions that leaders would continue to face in the coming months. The entry process for HRD Canada's best places to work comprised two steps, an employee submission followed by an employee survey. To select the winners, HRD considered such factors as employee engagement, turnover, average tenure of staff, compensation and benefits, health and wellness programs, diversity initiatives, corporate culture, work options, reward and recognition, and green programs. An employer needed to achieve an overall satisfaction rating of at least 75% to be recognized as a best place to work. For key trends and best practices from HRD Best Places to Work 2022, see the link in the episode description. The federal government is announcing nearly $247 million to help create more than 25,000 apprenticeship positions in the skilled trades across Canada. The money will fund 13 programs to help small and medium-sized employers offer apprenticeship training. More than $45 million will go towards hiring 4,000 first-year apprentices in the construction and manufacturing trades. The government says about 700,000 skilled trades workers are expected to retire in Canada by 2028. The Canadian Apprenticeship Forum says in the news release to meet demand for skilled workers, an average of 75,000 new apprentices will need to be hired per year over the next five years. The most sought-after tradespeople include welders, industrial mechanics, bricklayers, boiler makers, cooks, and hairstylists. According to Build Force Canada, the construction industry alone needs to recruit 309,000 new workers over the next decade to meet expected demand. A new respectful workplace policy for political staff in the government of Alberta has been released after a comprehensive review of human resources policies. The policy includes detailed information on how to make a complaint, how investigations will be conducted, consequences for violation, and definitions of various types of workplace harassment. Along with the updated policy, the Premier and all ministers have signed a statement confirming their commitment to a harassment-free workplace. The new policy supports Executive Council's commitment to ensuring a work environment that is free of harassment, sexual harassment, discrimination and violence. To support these efforts across the Government of Alberta, Executive Council has ensured members of the Alberta Public Service, 
agencies, boards, commissions, and the Legislative Assembly of Alberta completed anti-harassment workforce training. June is Pride Month in Canada. Early June typically kicks off the Pride season of festivals and celebrations across the country until the end of August. Many employers announce new initiatives in celebration of Pride Month to foster greater opportunities and advance inclusion and belonging of 2S LGBTQ plus communities. For example, Scotiabank is introducing a new goal to increase representation in Canada of employees who identify as lesbian, gay, bisexual, or other sexual orientation to 7% or greater by 2025. The organization is also launching a new community engagement platform designed to empower employees to demonstrate allyship and connecting them directly with opportunities to give back in their local communities and around the globe. Scotiabank has enhanced coverage for gender-affirming procedures and benefits for all employees in Canada and their dependents. For more information on Scotiabank's initiatives to support 2S LGBTQ communities, see the link in the episode description. According to WorkSafe BC, last year, over 7,000 young workers were injured on the job in British Columbia. In 2021, WorkSafe BC accepted 7,125 claims related to injuries from young workers. Injuries were most likely to occur in service sector jobs, followed by retail and wholesale and construction. In the last five years, 16 young workers have died in workplace accidents. In their news release, WorkSafe BC reminds employers that young workers must be aware of their rights in the workplace, especially the right to refuse unsafe work. All workers in British Columbia have the legal right to refuse unsafe work if there's reasonable cause to believe it would create an undue hazard to their health and safety. Under the Workers' Compensation Act, employers have a legal responsibility to make sure young and new workers receive appropriate training and supervision. Ottawa has been ranked in the seventh place behind Geneva for workplace balance. Kisi, an Internet of Things company, has assessed 51 U.S. cities and 49 global cities based on factors such as remote working opportunities, percentage of overworked employees, access to health care, mental health support, and diversity, equity, and inclusion. The top city for work-life balance was Oslo, followed by Bern, Helsinki, Zurich, and Copenhagen. By comparison, the top five overworked cities were Dubai, Hong Kong, Kuala Lumpur, and Singapore. Electric reports that Elon Musk has requested that all Tesla employees stop remote work and come back to the office for 40-plus hours per week, or they will be let go. Like every other company, Tesla has allowed remote work for every role where possible since the COVID-19 pandemic that started in 2020. Elon Musk sent a series of emails earlier this week that requested employees come back to the office or be terminated. He wrote, anyone who wishes to do remote work must be in the office for a minimum, in brackets, and I mean minimum, of 40 hours per week or depart Tesla. 
This is less than we ask of factory workers. He also added that there might be some exceptions, but he will review and approve those himself, which is a good way to incentivize people not to ask for exceptions. In a follow-up email, Musk reminded employees that he set the example by sleeping in the factory. He wrote, The more senior you are, the more visible must be your presence. This is why I lived in the factory so much, so that those on the line could see me working alongside them. If I hadn't done that, Tesla would long ago have gone bankrupt. Finally, the CEO took a dig at the companies who still allow remote work. He wrote, There are, of course, companies that don't require this, but when was the last time they shipped a great new product? It's been a while. And this was Canada HR News for June 2nd, 2022. Please leave us a rating and a comment in Apple Podcast. You can also find us in Google Podcasts, Spotify, and other platforms. For more information on the topics discussed today, see the episode description and connect with us on Twitter at CADHR News or LinkedIn at Canada HR News Podcast.